Hey guys, it's Cammie. And it's Amanda. And we're Basically Basic. Happy Valentine's Day Eve, everyone. Yes, all my little lovebirds out there. I hope that you feel so pink inside. <laughs> but also, I'm just going to apologize in advance. Um, I sound like a... 60-year-old smoker lady yeah, right now. I know. No judgment against them. No. That's just what I sound like If you're like a 60-year-old right lady who smokes, we love you. We love you, but I just sound like you today, yeah. so I'm a little congested. I'm not sick. I feel like your name is like it's... Tanya today, like Tanya. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm Tanya. Tanya. Tanya slash Amanda. It's Cammie and Tanya. <laughs> okay, we need to stop talking because this is, I'll okay, just well. laugh about this. So yeah, guys, we're really excited for Valentine's tomorrow. As a kid... I loved Valentine's Day because I've always been such a believer in like a I, good love story. I wish I would have known you as a little child. Oh, I was just me, but more extra, which if that's even possible. No, but as like on Valentine's Day, because oh. I can see you being all about it. Like I thought it was stupid and cheesy. You thought it was stupid? Oh, yeah. <gasps> Oh, yeah. You and Steven are so much like. I know. Y'all are so dumb. I was like, why is this a day? Like, I didn't Wait, why did you not like it? <laughs> it was, it's not that I didn't like it. I think it was because, like, in, like, middle school, there was, like, Valentine's Day dances. Or, like, Duh. Like- <laughs> That's why it's amazing. <laughs> and literally, one of them, I was like, Mom, do please don't make me go. Like, I just didn't want to do it. And so, instead, my dad took me on, like, a daddy-daughter date, and he, like, we got like this, he got me this teddy bear and then I got this like poster with the Bible verse on it that I hung in my room and it was like way That sounds like my worst Valentine's Day ever <laughs> as a middle school. It was like way more fun and then I got to eat at my favorite restaurant with him and That's I was like, cute. yeah, this is way more fun than Okay, so day. I liked it because here's, here's the reasons. One, I love pink. And so it was like, he used to wear pink to school and like, no one could be like, you're wearing pink all the time. I was like, yeah, it's Valentine's. Whatever. Which I owned no pink. Yeah. I had like all the pink. This is the, what is the one? Yeah. You're wearing pink right now, yeah, but that's it's really cute. Yeah. And then, okay. And I always, I remember my mom would always take me to like a cute store to get not just something pink, but like something with a heart on it. Or like whenever I went through the phase where like I'd wear like a hair bow every day or like uh, a hair, yeah. hair ribbon, ribbons were different than bows. We ribbons over a high ponytail I would always I'd go to Michael's and I'd get ribbons like for holidays that like had patterns so like my Valentine's ribbons were like the bomb I had like a little hearts on them and then the best part about it is okay one you get cookies or like candy at school so that's always great two <laughs> you have this excuse to like whatever boy in your class was like really cute you, like I remember sitting there and don't tell me you didn't do this if you didn't you missed <laughs> out but I'd get the Valentine packet and I'd spend like hours at like the store picking out what Valentine's I was going to give to school. And they had, I'd always had to find one that had like a couple cards that were like a little bit risky, like a little bit pushing the envelope, like a little bit like I've got a crush on you or like something. And then you lay them all out and you sit there and you get your class list and you think like, who's going to get what Valentine? And like the cuter boys got the better better Valentine. And the not cute boys got the Valentine's I didn't care about. I think my mom picked out like SpongeBob Valentine's cards. I'm so sorry for you. It out and I was like, don't care about this. Like, I'm just gonna write some names on it. I like, like remember having out. Lisa Frank Valentine's, <laughs> they made me so happy. I don't know why, I just didn't like love it growing up. I love it more now, but I will be honest, even though I'm married and love my husband dearly, I love it more for girlfriends. Oh, totally. Like, Valentine's, it's Valentine's. Yeah, we need to do something. I know we do. We'll, we'll, we'll be together this weekend at the Therefore Gathering. Yes, if you're coming. Please stop and say hi. Can can I break the news that you're gonna be? Yeah, gonna be doing? please okay, break the okay. news. So if I breaking news, yeah, do, 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 basically I that would have been awkward. But um, Cami is gonna be MC, which is super exciting. Um, I will be probably in the hallway with a booth. We don't have like all that info. Yeah, yet, I'm gonna but be like on the stage. I mean, it's gonna be like in the back. Of you the know stage. what? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? Hidden in the dark corner. <laughs> it's only because of my allergies. They were like, we don't want, we don't want to hear your voice in the microphone. No, this is like a last minute thing that I'm co emceeing with this sweet girl Macy that I can't wait to meet. It's gonna be awesome. But it's funny because I'm like, I don't know how to be an MC. I think, but then I was thinking about you it, could do and I'm it. like, it's basically like doing a podcast. It's doing a podcast. Well, and you remember I did it at two weddings. Last oh year. yeah and i've never done that before in my life and it was actually really fun well you're a hype girl and i'm a hype girl so, so we're just like true. yeah therefore gathering <laughs> and like, new couple and honestly if you know if i need to like hop up there and do some improv oh, totally if it gets <laughs> awkward if there's a moment where they're like keep going cammy like we need to stall i'm gonna be like amanda lackey everybody and just <laughs> throw the mic to you i'll be ready i'm gonna come in hot so I'll come up like, with some jokes or something i'll be like oh me I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared for this. And you like come out of a prom dress. On my cliff notes. You're like, I'm ready, guys. (laughs) So we're so excited. Cammie's going to be co-emceeing with Macy. Shout out, Macy. We don't know you, but love you, girl. Love you, Macy. And I'll be in the, like, hanging out with girls, maybe in the hallway. Passing out business cards. We're super excited. And also, speaking of business cards. This is so exciting. So exciting. We got our first batch of business cards. And our Patreon list, I mean, our Patreon people, Patreon patrons, they're Patreon patrons. Our Patreon patron BBs bought these gift cards for us. So thank you guys. Yeah. No, so if you business cards, not gift cards, you know where my mind's at. Yeah. I know what you meant. <laughs> You're like, I want a gift card. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That'd be so rude if we took their people's money and we were buying gift cards for ourselves. No, yeah, we're not be, doing that. That would be terrible. We, people who are giving to Patreon, we so appreciate you. And we've been wanting to get business cards for a while. And that was our first purchase. It was so, so thank sweet. you. And it if you really haven't sweet. checked out our Patreon page, it's on, well, it's actually not on the link in our bio anymore. On yeah. Instagram. It's in our highlights. It's in our highlights. Mm-hmm. So go to our highlights on Instagram. Check it out. Uh, because, yeah, we want to be able to do more fun things. So I'm excited. If you are going to the Therefore Gathering, please DM us. Let us know. We'll tell you where we are. And we'd love to meet you. We're so excited. And it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, between now and then, we hope that you have either a Valentine's date or a Galentine's. Mm-hmm. Something exciting that makes you feel all the love. And before we were even sorry, this podcast, we were talking about how the reason, reason now as adults why we like Valentine's Day is because... I think especially in this world right now, like we need all the reasons to celebrate love Mm -hmm. and to be loved and to love others and to do kind little things. And so, yes, I'm not going to go to the store and get Valentine's for all the kids in my class and my crushes, but (laughs) yes, I love it. But I, Stephen and I celebrated Valentine's this past weekend and it was so sweet. I don't even talk to you about this yet. Well, I know what you did. You do? On on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, No, I told you. Yeah. Well, so Friday, Stephen took me to the symphony which was mm. so fun. And, like, we're both kind of nerds. Like, he... That's so fun. Him being so, like, sciencey, Like, yes. he listens to classical music when he studies for his board exams and stuff. I love that. And then I love classical music because I was a, a music major. Yes. So we had to study, like, totally. all the greats. And so we were well, sitting there... Well, there's something about, like, the, like, theater in oh, general gosh, that yes. it just, like, gives me all the feels. Well, I loved Fantasia as a kid. Like, I was yes. a kid that would watch that movie. Yes, I loved it too. And, but a lot yeah. of people think it's weird. No, I, lo- I love it. And so my brain, like, when I listen to classical music, I, like... I feel like I go into just this different headspace. So totally. the symphony was like, the tickets were not that expensive, and you get a free glass of wine and appetizer. Yeah. yeah. So we went to yeah, the symphony, and then we went to dinner and got sushi. Duh. So go figure. Fun. And then on Sunday night, I cooked even dinner, <laughs> which, okay, I was like, I'm a horrible cook, so I know for those of you that don't know me personally. Did it come out wonderful? It came out, it was so good. Were you like, I was. I did this. I was beyond impressed with myself, and I wouldn't let Stephen help me. So I actually went and picked out like a six pack of beer, and he like. Wait, now you need to send me the recipe. Oh, I will. It was. Did you do it in the crock pot? No, 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 no. I like 
Okay, the thing is, it's supposed to take 40 minutes, but because I'm a horrible cook, it took me an hour and a half. Well, how do I taste so good? But it, but I spent so much time, and typically Stephen would, like, help me, or, yes. like, but I was like, no, I want you to sit on this couch, and I'm going to give you a I'm beer. I'm going to do this. I'm going to serve you. Take your feet you. up, and I'm going to serve you. But I'm, like, over here, like, sweating and, like, slaving <laughs> away, and I'm, like, trying so hard to not mess it up. But it was, the kitchen was a disaster after, but it tasted so good i was blown away and we ate it while we watched the grammys the grammys let's talk about it i'm sure most of our listeners watch the grammys oh if you're basic if you're basic you you look forward to the grammys (laughs) i recorded them and actually that was the thing i had to i had to turn my back because where my kitchen is i can see the tv TV, yeah and i can't multitask so i'm trying to cook this like really intense meal with the grammys on and then i'm trying to watch the grammys because it's like a complete disaster i don't like what's happening so i just have to say j-lo has no age oh j-lo is she's like the time elixir like i don't know like what was that book like where they go in and they like take drink something do you know what i'm talking about is it the bridge of terabithia i'm making things up there's a book as a kid the lion the witch in the wardrobe no there's a book as a kid and they like got this like elixir and they like it's like the elixir of life and they like never age like that is that is j-lo, J-Lo. that is j-lo she was she is stunning first of all and all of her moves, I was like, what is happening? No. Her leg was like thrown up on the piano. I was like, who are like, you? Literally, who are you? And I don't you? think she was lip singing. Oh, no, she totally she was. She was. Oh, well, because I hate to say this. And I, this could be really judgmental and it could be wrong. She maybe wasn't. But to be honest, she doesn't have that kind of a voice. No. Well, what's and funny she is, sounded phenomenal. What's funny is I don't, I don't, when I think of JLo, I don't think of no. her as a singer. And that's okay. And that's okay. I think of her as a dancer and I think of her as an actress. An entertainer and, and like. An entertainer and like. Drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. Babe. Like every time I love when they pan to A-Rod and he's just staring at her, I'm like, bro, congratulations. (laughs) You really hit the jackpot. And I've always said, you know, and like. And I think he's very nerdy. I'm sorry. Oh, totally. He's like, like, whatever. (laughs) So weird. But okay. (laughs) I want to take a photo of Gabby's face. My face. Well, well, I'll post a face on Instagram on the story of what I just did. A-Rod's face. But okay, as a kid, you know, well, actually maybe even just like a year ago, when people ask you the question of like. If you could be any celebrity, like, or J- who would you want to look like? J-Lo. I've always said Jayla. Yeah. And now I'm like gorgeous. even more confident in my decision because I'm like, how old is she? Yeah. Like 50? No, I think she's like at least 49. No, she's not. No, it doesn't make any sense. I know. I'm like, congratulations. Because the thing is, it's obviously she's 21. had work done, but no. like you can't, like that's the thing is you can't tell. No, if she, she did, crossed, you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't crossed the barrier. She said, I bet she, honestly, I think she's only had Botox. Because if you look at her face and like Selena, the movie, because everyone knows I love Selena. She looks um, the same. She looks the exact same. Her face looks the same. Wow. She, I really think it's just Botox. She crushed it. And again, I don't even care if she lip synced because like no. um, who in their right mind could sing like and, and dance, dance like, that like that at the that's same true. time? That's true. That's true. Anyways, she was my fave. She was the highlight. Um, my favorite speech was probably Cardi B. <laughs> did you I missed that. No, I didn't get to I didn't get to watch the whole thing. Okay. Was that towards the end? It was towards the end because she, she was the first female to win best rap album ever. Like, oh, in that's awesome. Which is cool. So she, but all okay. she could say. Oh, oh I still can't do all it. She, Makes me so mad. <laughs> All she kept saying was like, thank you. But then she said, so- oh, at one point she goes, she couldn't like think of what to say. And she goes, I guess this is, I should start smoking weed right about now. Literally in her speech. Oh. I know. I was like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Anyways, you're she like, was like. Cardi, you're the Cardi- one that needs like a, a little thing that you read from. Yeah. Like you should yeah. probably type it out. You should before. rap. You can rap, but maybe, maybe not get on the podium. You know what makes speak. me so uncomfortable is when people are giving their speech and then like the music comes on that and happened, they keep going. That happened a lot. Oh, I know. And I, I, I have to walk away. Like Stephen was laughing because every time it would happen, I would literally like, get no, up and no, leave the on. room. Yep. Nope. It's on. I know. This like rule follower in me would be like, uh, huh, stop talking. Also, Casey Musgraves won Best Album, yes. I believe. I think yeah, Best, best album, album, Best Country. And that album 
speaks to my soul. Oh. It is phenomenal. So I think I maybe said this in the podcast before, but I saw her at Toasted yes. Coffee Shop right by my house. I don't house. know if you said it on the podcast. You said it to me. I was freaking out. That's like, crazy. I just kept staring at her and I didn't she's even beautiful. care. Because I was like, I know. she's so beautiful even in person. She's so tiny. Oh, I, I her legs were tiny. Well, not right? even just like skinny, but like she's like a short person. Mm-hmm. Like she's like a little person. Yeah. No, it was. Oh my gosh. She's it was so, so good. Um, Who else? Well, okay. There was just a lot of situations where I was like, like, I think my jaw was dropped for 90% of the show. The Travis I, Scott performance with him oh, climbing on the fence. I was first like, of that all, looks like my personal hell. No, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Also, who are these people? No, I don't know. It was terrifying. Did you find them on the street, like, right before him? Where it you was just like, come on in, guys. Come on in and climb this fence for me. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Your clothes look horrible, but it's cool. It was terrifying. That I was terrifying. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Post Malone. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That was, that was pretty bad. It was so... So, for, not one word did I understand no. that Red Hot Chili Peppers was singing. Not a word. Post Malone's great. He's, oh, he's great. Hey, okay, I was singing. actually, what you will love this. So when he was on the guitar, yeah. like in the beginning singing, I was like, oh my gosh, like Post Malone sings really good. Like I didn't even realize like he sang it or whatever. So then he like transitions into his rap and I told Tyler, I was like, oh my gosh, Post Malone raps? And he goes, Amanda, that's what he's like no. <laughs> I for. did not know that. I was like, well, he's sitting there with an acoustic guitar. Like, I don't know if he's like, like he to- No, he's like super talented. He was so talented. He really is. And Actually, I feel like he's probably one of those guys that he like maybe have a, has a rough exterior, but I feel like he would yes. be a teddy bear. Oh, totally. Don't well, you he, he's vibe? from Grapevine. Yes, I know. Yeah, that's crazy. I've had Stephen and I always make a joke where I'll be like, "Did you know Post Malone's from Grapevine High School?" Because people tell us that like every day because we're, we're he's from Grapevine. Literally, like the amount of the amount of times people have told me, "Did you know Post Malone went to Grapevine High School?" I'm like, "Shut up!" I know. No, but yes. Okay, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Then the then he just takes his shirt off and starts running around. And I mean, I don't want to say he was on drugs, but like, I don't want to oh, say he wasn't. No, on but drugs. he. Like, but I think he is. Yeah, it was just. It was I don't bad. Know. It was bad. And then. Like, Lady Gaga, like, a lo- lover, but, like, every speech, it was, like, she's breathing, like, <laughs> and I was, like, um, are you, are you having an asthma attack? I Do we need to get you an inhaler? Fa- I think she's had a lot of work now, because she can really move her, her face didn't move when she moved her mouth. Yeah, I don't know. But I still love her. I, I mean, she's so talented, too. Her performance was great. Again, everyone up there, you're in the Grammy, so congratulations, congratulations. to you. You're further along. This is amazing. <laughs> I just, it was just a little bit of. It was a roller coaster. A roller coaster for me, emotionally. <laughs> Of I'm really excited for next February. Can't wait. Can't wait to be okay, there. Okay, so. Ooh, okay, let's move on to what we're going to talk about today. Valentine's Day. In, well, in lieu of Valentine's Day. In lieu. In honor, I mean. <laughs> in lieu means. I know. I know what it means. I without know. Valentine's Day. We're not going to take away Valentine's Day, guys. We're not the Grinches that stole Valentine's. I meant in honor, in honor of Valentine's Day. To commemorate. <laughs> oh, wait. Side note. There's more side notes to this. Side note. So our friend Mateo that was on our podcast a few yes, weeks ago, we two love weeks, him. whatever, um, sent me a text the other day and he was like, I just want you to know that a lady at my church listened to the podcast and loved it. And she said, you know, I just really love Amanda because I can relate because I always get my words mixed up. And she told Mateo. That's this. really sweet. And he, and he was like, she was like, but I related and I loved it. And so when he sent me that, I was like, see, the Lord can work through your quirky parts. Like you don't have to hide he who totally you are. He totally does. Like if someone out there can relate when I use Lou or Honor. <laughs> and there's a scripture that says he uses the foolish to confound the wise. Yeah. And I, I love, love it because like we're not I mean we're wise, but we're not we're wise, like experts. Not, yeah. I mean I didn't go to seminary for this. Nope. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> that's what you're wondering. <laughs> or major in English. In lieu of Valentine's Day. Um so I just thought that was like really a sweet confirmation. I was like, you know what? I will not feel bad about mixing up my words because the Lord can honor 
and work through my silly, goofy parts. He will and he does. So, in honor of Valentine's Day, we thought, what better time to talk about our love stories with our husbands from beginning to end. And when we did our, when we've done our, like, Q&A asking you guys what you want to hear about, this has been, like, a common question is what is your love story? Like, how did you guys meet? What's the 411? And so we're just going to dig give in. Give us the juicy deets on yeah. our love story. Yeah, we're going to give you all the juicy deets. Which is really, I think that's really sweet that people want to know. And I get that because who doesn't love a good love story? I know. And I feel like we have good love stories. We do have good love stories. And they're actually similar. They're which actually is, similar, which is shocking, I know. Which we want to say, this is my disclaimer for this podcast. Okay? Yes. So Amanda and I, as you will hear in our story, we both married our high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. And so. Which we now know is not the norm. Yeah, that's not the norm. And we just, that's kind of. Just what I wanted to say was that I fully am aware that that is not normal. And to be honest, not only is it not normal, in most cases, it is not recommended. Like, yeah, no, I, sure as a youth pastor, I was, I really realized pretty quickly that I was kind of hesitant to share me and Steven's situation because I worked with high school girls. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'd like say we were high school sweethearts or like mm-hmm. we met, you know, in high school in 10th grade and blah, 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 which I'll share in our story later. But um, but then I'd have so many girls be like, that's me and my boyfriend. And I'm like, I hope not. Cause your boyfriend's a jerk. Like <laughs> your boyfriend seems kind of lame. Like, I don't hope that's not your husband. So all this to say, like, you know, I don't think that the dream situation is finding your husband in high school. In high I think school, the dream yeah. situation is finding your person and totally. everybody's and story is different. Yeah. And some people are listening to this today and like, they're like, well, this is all easy for you to say because like I'm 30 and still single and I'm praying for my husband. And I haven't found him yet. And right. I just want to say like, I honor you and applaud mm-hmm. you. And like, I don't know what that's like. I really right. don't. And I, I think, and we're, we're going to do, this is going to be a whole series kind of on relationships, but we're going to have some people on to talk about singleness because I don't want to speak into something that I, that we've never really, yeah, gone, that I've never, that I haven't gone through since I was 20 or right, 21. Totally. Yeah. And like, I just think that that's, there's something in the waiting. And I think mm-hmm. that like. We've all we all go through things where we have to wait for them, and totally. there's all things where God uses the waiting to refine us. And I think, for whatever reason, I think that some people God uses singleness to just prune us and refine us. And for me, it's been my struggle with career and with making that an idol. Like He uses we each have our different thing, mm-hmm. but I think that one thing I wish that somebody would tell all my single friends that I tell them is like you're not less than because you're Mm -hmm. not married you're not like waiting to arrive until you find your person and you're not completed when you find yes oh my gosh you're you're not waiting for like your life to begin Mm -hmm. like I just I have so many single friends that are like crushing it at their goals and their dreams and like Mm -hmm. God's call on their life and right Mm -hmm. now like that's where the lane that he has them Mm -hmm. in and I completely have faith and believe he's bringing their husband in his perfect timing totally um but while they're quote unquote waiting for that, they're not waiting for their life. No. Like their life is now. Totally. They're not waiting for their life to begin. When will my life, life begin? begin? <laughs> <Just> Ovation. <laughs> if you know, then you know. We're available for hire. Um, <laughs> okay. So who do we, who's do we want to start with? I think we should start with yours. Okay. So let's start with Amanda. How did you and Tyler meet? So my sweet, sweet husband, who, let me just say, after six years of marriage, I fall more in love with every single day. I love that. And after being um, a parent with him, it's just been like so sweet. I would have never imagined on our wedding day that I could love him more. And it just makes me so, every day I wake up so grateful that I'm married to him. So 
What if I was like, just that's great. There. I don't like Steven anymore. <laughs> I'd be like, and cut. And cut. We need to go pray for you. No, I feel the same. Um, so we, this is definitely, like Kimmy said, not the norm to meet in high school. But we actually do not remember the first time we, quote, met because our grandfather's we, we grew up in a really small town, and our grandfather's, A like, town without a Starbucks, you guys. A town. <laughs> there's not a Starbucks in her town. Continue, but seriously. But, but to be fair, there's one eight minutes no, away. That's and I'm, then, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. My town has five Starbucks. You need to, you need so to stop your town needs to laugh. Stop it up. The, the smoker laugh's going to get real old. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, small town. Our grandfather's had an well his grandfather had an electric company that my grandfather used to work for so they would like literally hop in their chevy truck ride around like stop at whataburger for lunch go to the next job like that was literally our grandpa's grandpa's what a life what a life and then our dads are it were in the same grade as well so they grew up in the same small town and we actually have a photo of a peewee football team like in the early 70s and it's my dad and his dad on the same like it says like you'll see lackey and harrison and it's like both the picture of our dads wow, when they're like eight years old that. yeah i need to find it it's That's actually so really cute. cool um and yeah just no idea like those two boys had no idea that their kids were gonna grow up to be married one day and be yeah isn't that crazy just wow. it's so crazy how the lord works um and so we were we grew up at the same small town we went to the same elementary same high school everything and I went to the same school like kindergarten through 12th grade and so he did too and we don't really know when we met oh, so you were in school together since kindergarten yeah wow that's why we don't really know when we right. really really met and I remember sometimes going to, like around Christmas like holiday parties my family would be invited to like his aunt's house and then he would be there and there'd be like these big like holiday parties and I was probably like seven or eight. So I remember like playing like with him, like with a group of friends, but I don't, I don't, yeah, it's crazy. Like I just don't remember like when we met. So anyways, growing up, I, we had a really small, like tight knit group of friends that we kind of did everything with and he was a part of it. So we were definitely in the same circle, but as we got older and oh, so we actually did date. If you can even date in seventh grade, like what you even do. My parents didn't even let me date till I was 16, but I was like, I'm going to go to home. Oh, I had like. A hundred boyfriends in seventh yeah. grade. <laughs> of course you did. Seventh grade was my prime. I remember I literally one day I dated three, three boys. Dated, quote unquote. In one day. In one day. Because I dated this one guy. He asked me out in the morning and I was like, yeah. And then by lunchtime I was like, over that. <laughs> and then this other guy asked me out at, at, at lunchtime and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling that. But then I always had a crush on the same guy. And then he was dating someone else and then they broke up. I and so I was that. like, I'm back with him. And then when I got home from school, he uh, AIM instant messaged me and was like, do you want to be my girlfriend? I was like, heck yeah. Just need to break up with the other guy. BRB. BRB. <laughs> BRB, That's let me incredible. go. You, you were Get the house phone. Yeah. Okay, so... Because this is a funny, since a like AOL Instant Messenger, if you guys remember this, we went to like a homecoming together in seventh grade and it was like me and a girlfriend and then like him and a guy friend and I went with Tyler and she went with the other person. Well, after that, like we have a, so we have a photo together of us like with our like huge like, like homecoming, what are those things called? Mums. Mums, yeah. If you, Which if you're not from Texas, you don't, don't know, know what, what a mum is. is. And like, I remember bringing, bringing a picture to college and putting in my dorm room of me with a mom and people who weren't from Texas were like, what, what is this garbage on your body? So we will put it on Insta story if you don't They're know. It's, it, it's I like Friday it. night lights. It's a thing. It's basically like just throwing garbage on a big plastic flower in and ribbon. wearing it around your body. Yeah, exactly. And, mom was and somehow the bigger, it's supposed to be The cute. bigger the mom, the bigger the, the better. The bigger the love. 
The bigger the mom, the bigger the love, oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. Also, like, the bigger guys... the pocketbook of the parents, because yeah. let's be real, the they boy has never paid for it. Oh, and they were expensive, I think. So expensive. So, we have this photo together of us in seventh grade, sitting next to each other. I look 16, because apparently I, that was, like, when black eyeliner was a thing to, like, pack it on. And Tyler looks, like, 12, so we look, like, eight years apart, and we're actually the same age. Cougar Mandy. I'll try to find it. Um, and so, after that, he, we, like, go our separate ways, whatever, and I get a... AOL instant messenger from him because you know you hop on every night after middle school and I get a message from him that's like oh hey I think we should break up and this is like literally seventh grade and I was like okay like what the heck and he was like yeah I just want to be friends like which really meant like he just wanted to like flirt with other girls so I was like whatever okay so then we didn't talk for like a year after that so from like seventh wow you gave him the cold shoulder yeah I was like bro I was in this for the long haul (laughs) bye the mom you gave me was awesome (laughs) I thought that meant forever so he broke up with me and we had this. So then we continue to be friends, like eighth grade on, whatever. It's just now it's like an, a funny moment. But I always make fun of him because I'm like, do you remember that time you broke up with me through Instant Messenger? He's like, like that was that. a good time. That was a good time. Um, and so remain friends like all through high school. And it's funny because I even remember we always had really good, a really good friendship. Like we always had just like a really good solid foundation, like all through high school, never dated through high school. And in fact, like guys that I dated or would have a crush on, like I would tell Tyler about and vice versa. Tyler would tell me like, he'd be like, hey, do you think you could like give this note to this girl? Because this is before text messages. So you wrote notes and folded them up and like which put them in so somebody's cute, locker. Which was so cute, Which was so cute. I wish, those days. I know, I do too. Um, and it's so sweet because I still have a lot of my notes oh, from yeah, him too. in high school, which I love. Um, and so, yeah, we had just a very like fun friendship. And I even remember thinking at one point, like, you know, I love Tyler, but I would never date him because he's just such a flirt. Like I even had that thought. And I was, he was the one that he literally got um, most friendly in our high school yearbook, most friendly. And to this day, he'll be like, I was friendly. Like, people loved it. I was like, no, babe, that means you were a flirt. No, you flirted with everybody, like, which I can't flirted? see because he's not that way at all No, now. not anymore. It's so crazy. Like, he's so, like, he is kind of quiet and reserved. Yes. And, like which is funny because that was not him in high school. Wow. Which is, this is, like, how we'll get to the testimony of, like, our love story. But it just, it makes me laugh, like, even when I look at photos of us in high school, I'm like, that is not the Tyler I know now. It's really funny. Um, and so, and what was funny is even now he'll say, I wasn't 100% comfortable, like, being a flirt or, like, writing notes to all these girls. Because we used to laugh because he would write notes to me and then, like, three or four of my closest friends. And on every single one of our notes, he put P.S. You look beautiful today. On everyone. Everything. Not to the same, like, to the, the same week? Like, the, the same, same day. Oh. And so I would be like, oh, Tyler told me that beautiful day. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, he told me that too. And I'd be like, cool. Br- bye, bro. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Cool. You don't mean it at all. <laughs> that is so funny. I was like a ninth grader. It's so funny. And so, and I think looking back now, like, what that was, was like him just not knowing his identity and the Lord. And he just felt like I need to, like, be the, like, I don't ladies know. Man. The ladies' manner. The most, yeah, the most um, handsome or whatever, charming. So, but that was, that is like not what he tries to be like by nature or by now at like in this day and age at all. So anyways, to the good stuff. So we graduate. No, we get to my junior year. It's the summer between my junior year and our senior year. And I was dating this guy at the time. I had dashboard confessional tickets to an acoustic show as one does in 2007. And as you should, as I'm you so should. Proud of you. And Ended up breaking up with a guy that I was dating at the time. I'd gotten him those tickets for his birthday. And I was like, well, can't go with him anymore. Like, we're done so. So I was like, who can I go with that would love 
dashboard as much as I do. Like, I can't just invite anyone. Like, they have to know every acoustic song. Like, they have to be able to sing every word with me. Vindicate! I'm, like, singing all the yes, songs in my head no, right now. Really, I know. Oh, dashboard, we love you. And so, which is, like, the soundtrack, I feel like, the summer of 2007 oh, or even, like, high 100%. school. Because that was, like, Laguna Beach days. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, you were in it. You felt it. And so, I was like, I know, I'll invite Tyler because he loves music as much as I do. Like, this will be perfect. So I texted him and I was like, hey, I have these tickets. You want to come with me? He's like, yeah, for sure. So up until that point, like I say adult, it's more like late teen years because I don't don't know if you're really considered an adult when you're 17. But up until that point, we had never hung out just the two of us um, ever because any anytime we had gone places, it was group dates. So it was never like him and I together. Like we weren't a thing. We were just friends. And so this was the first time we had ever been anywhere together by ourselves. And it was kind of like as... As Dashboard was on stage, we kind of kept, like, having this moment where we'd, like, look over and be like, is this, like, are you feeling what I'm feeling? Like, what is like, this? What is, I think Cuties. we're friends. Like, I don't know. So it felt, like, very awkward, but, like, also really natural in the same way because we were best friends. And so fast forward, like, two months later, and he asked me to be his girlfriend officially on my birthday with a coach wristlet it was like wow like a navy coach wristlet which was like yeah really won me that's over that's super fancy he knew my love language was gifts he did he was time. like amanda's really trendy she would love coach <laughs> she would love this like mer- like navy coach, coach back then was like oh it was a big deal coach and dooney and burke man <laughs> yes. those were the ways to go that's where you go so he ends up asking me out officially that was october of 2007 and we dated like all up until the like our whole senior year we dated we ended up being like prom king and queen like the total small town thing he played guitar i sang like all of our senior shows like our pep rallies like everyone was like oh my gosh amanda and tyler no, i think i think Goals. maybe but it wasn't so i'll tell you why in the story um and so yeah just like thought we were the best probably like i think i got really uh, probably a big head over our relationship him not so much me I think I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is my best friend. Like everything's working out for me. Like this is, this is going to be my boyfriend through college. Like I don't even have to go into college worrying like who I'm going to date. Like this is, this is it for me. You're like, we're coasting. Yeah, exactly. So we go to college. We end up going to the same school our first year um, because he got a scholarship to play golf. And then he ended up leaving his second year to a different school to play golf somewhere else. And we dated from 2007 into, into 2011. And then don't leave them hanging. Okay. Pause before the dark ages. Perfect. So for three and a half years, we dated, like hung out with each other's families, went on vacations, like the whole thing, all all through college, like majority of college, at least until junior year. Um, and yeah, that's where that's where the love story really began. Beautiful. <laughs> that was a beautiful way to tell your story, Amanda. Thanks. I love that. That's so good. Also, I just thought of as I'm like telling these stories, I'm just all these like pictures are coming back to my head. So I really, when we post this, I mean, when we share this episode, I really want us to attach like some photos throughout the week of like the different versions of like Cammy yes. and Steven and Tyler and Amanda. I think it'd be oh, really I fun to like paint pictures to it. I think that's so good. Whew, okay. Okay, Cammy. So, how did you and your husband meet? Me and meet? Steven. Oh my goodness. So, wow. I'm trying to think where to even start. So we we did not meet until our freshman year of high school. So we, I, I Steven was in like Chicago for a little bit growing up, and then Florida, and I was in Michigan, and then Texas, and we probably had seen each other. We went to different middle schools, which are probably like football <laughs> games or whatever, but we hadn't. Everyone met each other. And then he says we met our freshman year of high school at the end of the year dance 
I honestly feel so bad because I cannot remember it to save my life. Like, he says he remembered it clearly, like, and we've kind of alluded to this in, like, making fun of me, but, like, I was definitely, like, the girl in high school, like, I was not a mean girl. So, like, I was up until I found Jesus. I met the Lord going into eighth grade, and, I like, up until that point, I was, like, all about boys, all about popularity, like, would do whatever it took to be, like, Regina George, the girl on top. So, what's funny is, as Cammie's telling this, like, you'll start to be, like, was Cammie Tyler? I'm confused. <laughs> like, was Cammie the female version of Tyler? We're, like, we're still very similar. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I just, I was definitely, like, just loved school. I loved, like, all the things about it and just, like, loved to run the show. Yes. It was, like, my thing. You're, like, so, these are my golden But then years. I met the Lord and God really, like, in eighth grade just started doing a lot of things in my heart and just showing me where areas of my identity weren't built on him and um I kind of just started to let that stuff go but it was hard because guys was always I don't want to say a struggle for me but I always like was interested in older boys and like like I said like in middle school I feel like I had like the going out thing where it's like you don't actually date anyone they just like ask you do you want to go out with me and it's like you know or valentine's you know like I was just saying you like pass notes like all that stuff I was totally into that um and then I get to high school and it was like this whole new playing field because it's all these older boys and I'm like oh my gosh like they're so much more mature than the other freshman boys and blah, blah, blah. And so actually, the I remember Steven's older brother way more than I remember him at first. So his older brother was, like, super popular. Yes. He was two years older than me. And he and his friend group were, like, the guys that I, like, wanted to hang out with. And so I knew Steven's older brother. Had no clue Steven even existed. Like, because Steven was – even though he was in my grade, like – same, probably some, some even same classes, really. I just, he was not on my radar. Which, was, as you were, like, saying this, all I can think of is being pregnant with a boy right now. All I can think of is that, like, I hope that my son is, like, the image of Steven. Because just, like, he was, no, he just, was like, and the is the precious, most precious. sweetest, like, a mom you would never have to worry about your son. No. Like, just just doing his due diligence to, like, his, his teachers just, and like, his reading his books and reading his and, books, like, probably his Bible at some point. Oh, absolutely. Like, just sweet. I know. Steven, one thing I love about Steven Stella is, like, he's just such a man of integrity. Like, he does not care what people think at all. It. And he never has. I like, love it. So the first time I remember hearing Stephen, he says we met end of year, freshman year, whatever. He says we sat by each other at a dinner, like <sighs> that we even talked. And I don't even remember it at you all. You know, for him, his like palms were sweating in that oh, no, moment. He said, and he was like, I'm sitting next to the love of my life and <laughs> she doesn't know who I am. And Cammie's like, we did what? Yeah. He was like, <laughs> Cammie Rogers, like she's really cool. And like he, re- he remembered Ooh, that, which was really sweet. That's so um, sweet. But then sophomore year, we were both in the gifted and talented English class, which is really funny because Stephen always says like, the Lord just put him in that class because he's definitely obviously brilliant being a yes. physician, but he's this so class was like nature. a creative writing class. So it's gifted oh, and talented, but it's like more creative. creative. Yeah. And he says like he had no clue why he was in that class. Cause for him, like he's super linear, like mm-hmm. black and white. And so to be in a class where it's all like ambiguous and like he hated it. Yeah. But we're in this class and I remember sophomore year hearing his name because he was the only um, sophomore to get on varsity baseball. And so, like, you know, yeah, in, he was. in South Lake Carroll, it's, like, sports is everything. So, I was, like, who's this Stephen Avers, like, kid? Because I'm, like, he's – Who's that's this Stephen Avers with a nice butt I'm like, is that a baseball He's a catcher. He's looking good. I'm, like – and actually, it was really cute. He was the catcher, and his older brother was the pitcher that year because his brother was a senior, and he was a sophomore. Really cute. really cute. So, anyways, I was, like, okay, I heard his name. Then we're in class together, and actually, the way that our class worked was that year we were doing Shakespeare – and so since it was more creative, instead of just reading Romeo and Juliet, our teacher had this idea 
where we would do the play throughout the year. And so kind of little by little, like as the year went on, we'd like work on different scenes and go figure, super cheesy. I get assigned to be Juliet and Steven gets assigned assigned to be Romeo. And so, of course. So we're assigned to sit by each other and I'm like, you know, super outgoing, like just typically flirty to most guys at this age in my life. And I was so, I remember being just so like confused by Steven because he was so genuinely kind. And I remember like, just, he wasn't trying to like really flirt with me. He just always wanted to ask me about my day and what I was doing and just was so smart and nice. And like everything that all the other boys I was hanging out with were not. Like it's so funny because we, Cammie and I really want to have our husbands in a later podcast. Oh yes, we have to. Because obviously there's two sides to every story and like their perspective <laughs> I would will love be their perspective. Really oh my funny. gosh. But as you're saying this, like I, I've heard the story a bajillion times, but all I can keep thinking is like, you were Tyler because even when even in his like flirtiness it wasn't like a oh I want to hook up all these girls no. in like the back closet it was like he will tell you I was genuinely thought I was being friendly totally. but girls took that as like oh my gosh he loves me yeah and it's just so funny because I never like fell into that and not because I was like better than or like didn't think he was cute but because I was genuinely like I just like you like I literally yeah just love you as a friend like and I'm that not was cute. totally Steven isn't that funny that like, is it's so- just, I know well and I think God totally uses that to kind of break down the armor like for for a me and Tyler's personality where totally. I was like oh like this guy actually is asking me like deep questions and I was the person or- where like in between classes I remember we had like 12 minute passing periods and I was the person that would like just take up every second of that. I'd be like floating from friend group to friend group. Like, how's everybody doing? Working in the hallway, like loving Working my outfit, like wanting to show. You were the what girl that like looked at the clock and two minutes before the bell right rang. You no, you were getting the lip gloss out. Oh, 100%. you were reapplying for the 100%. hallway time for the transition. Time. So I never went early to class, but Stephen was the type that would walk from one class to the next, like walk to his class. And so I started to realize, like, okay, he's he gets he to class really sitting early, first. sitting in a seat, ready to go, like getting his books out, probably studying for the class. Like, who is this guy? So I started to realize, I think my first realization that I liked him was I started to like want to get to the class early because I wanted more time to talk to him. And I'm like wanting to sit there and be like, oh, like how are And I never went to class early. So (laughs) long story short, I really wrestled because I think there was still a part of my identity that was built in like popularity at that time of my life. And so it was, and I always share this as like a youth pastor, but like it was hard for me because I, every other guy I had dated had kind of been more like a political move, which sounds so mm. lame, but it was like, no, to like this guy's advance cool. yourself. Yeah, yeah, this guy's like, you know, he's going to get me in this friend group or into these parties. And it was mm-hmm. like, this makes sense. Like, but Steven like knew none of my friends. Nobody knew his name. Like, mm. but he was just like this sweet, sweet guy. And so the whole year we're like getting to know each other. I'm developing this crush, but like telling no one. And then I come to class one day and I find out from another guy in our class who's just kind of like talking with Steven. I'm like, what's going on? Like, what are you guys talking about? And he's like, ooh, Steven's about to date this girl. Like, this girl in his friend group likes him, blah, blah, blah. And my heart, like, sunk. Like, it was like, I felt like physically sick to my stomach. And I remember going to the bathroom, leaving, and praying and being like, no, like feeling so stupid because I was like never a girl that actually really had feelings for guys. Like, I would like like them, have crushes, but it was never like this deep... You like the like, advancement, like that they placed totally, like, but not, I wasn't like wasn't a genuine, actually emotionally like, attached. Yeah. yeah, and I and I was always very independent, and so I was never the girl that was like gonna emotionally cry over a boy. Right. Like, that like was, you're even, not gonna break my heart. No, absolutely. Yeah. And so the fact that I was like distraught over him dating someone else was so dumb to me. And I was like, Jesus, like take this away. This is stupid. Like this needs to leave. And I went back into class and I remember pretending like I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like blah blah blah. Like what's her name? And just trying to pretend like I cared. 
Well, the week goes on and I just like couldn't shake it. And I was so bothered by it. And so Samo, my best friend still to this day, um, she had class with Steven and I happened to be talking with her outside of her class and Steven walked in and I was like, hey. And I was like, hey, I just need to tell somebody I've never told anyone this. I have the biggest crush on him. And she was like, what? And I was like, no, like I literally like... I like him so much. And as I'm saying this, this other girl who's a friend of ours, Caitlin Kenzer, thank God for her, walks up and she's like, she is like Queen Bee. She's like, knows what's going on. Everybody in the school, like she's like in with everything. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, uh, and I'm like thinking like, do I tell her? Because she's totally going to tell people. But I was like, yeah, like I just have the biggest crush on Stephen Avers. And she was like, oh my God, I'm telling him. And I was like, no, like, please don't. No, but that's not why I I was like, I'm pretty sure he has a girlfriend right now or like he likes somebody, like, please don't. And she's like, uh, no, he needs to know. And I'm like, no, seriously, don't. So, of course, what does she do? She goes into class. And the first thing she does is tell Steven that I like him. And he said he was like, no, she doesn't. Like, she's just super flirty. And, like, she does not like me, like, uh, like calling me out. And Caitlin's like, no, like, she just told me, like, she she likes likes you. you. And so... I don't even remember how it kind of went from there, but he, oh, and side note, he didn't have text messaging, but at this time, like this was when most cool people did. And so I assumed that he did, but he had a phone. So, and we had, we had exchanged numbers for some project for class. And so I had texted him three times that year, like separate times trying to like initiate conversation and he did not text me back, but I didn't know it was because he didn't have text. I thought he just like wasn't wasn't into it. And like, I'm not a girl that texts guys either. So it was like, I'm really laying it out here, buddy. I'm really, I'm I'm picking up any of my clues here. So outside my comfort zone. Long story short, we end up dating pretty soon after that, and I which was how old were you? We were sixteen. Okay, so So it was end of our sophomore year, April first, April Fool's Day was when he asked me to be his girlfriend, and we. I fell so hard so fast. Like I just didn't even. I had never been in love before, so I like had had you know serious crushes, but I was just like this guy is so amazing. Like that's so. And it was really cool because we kind of like created our own friend group with like some of his friends Mm -hmm. and some of my friends, Mm -hmm. and really I feel like the Lord used Stephen, um, to really like just give me the safe place because I was really running with a crowd that was like not making the best choices, and Mm -hmm. I had you know given my life to Jesus a year prior, and was the girl that would like was still friends with these people, but I really kind of felt lonely because I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm, I don't want to make these choices. Right. I don't want to do these things. And so with Steven and kind of creating this little friend group, like we were the people that, you know, were still in like the popular crowd mm-hmm. or whatever, quote unquote, but like we didn't go to the parties and like we mm-hmm. did our own thing. And like Steven was just so incredible. Like I remember having a conversation with him pretty early on in dating because every other guy I dated, I would like the second it would start to get kind of physical, like too physical, mm-hmm. I would just break up with them because I like oh, didn't want yeah. them to know that the, like I wasn't brave enough yet to say, hey, like I'm waiting to have I'm sex waiting, so I'm yeah. married, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And so I would just be like, okay, I'm just going to like, you know, flirt and we'll, we'll make out. But if it gets too heated, I'm going to like just break up with you because right. I don't really care anyways. Right. But with Steven, I remember like really having feelings. I remember, you know, my youth pastor telling me like, you need to set the boundaries early. And mm-hmm. so I remember having this conversation and being like, hey, like, I just want you to know, like, I'm waiting till I'm married to have sex. And yeah. so, like, if that's an issue for you, like, I totally understand. But we should probably break up now because I really, really like happen. you. Yeah. And, like, I'm really attracted to you. And I need a guy that's going to help mm-hmm. me keep those boundaries because I can already tell, like, it's going to be hard for me because mm-hmm. I'm, like, into you. Mm-hmm. And I remember him looking at me and, like, sighing and me thinking, like, oh, crap, he's going to break up with me. And he was like, I want to wait, too. Like, I'm really, Aww, really, like, it was a sigh of relief. so sweet. And he, he was, was like, like he's like, no, I want to honor God, like, in our relationship. And I just remember being like, what? Like, this, this is, is too true. true. Um, so we 
you know, so many beautiful moments, prom, homecoming, all the things, all the prom, you know, all, just all the stuff that we got to do. And then going to different colleges our freshman year, um, and that was, like, a big thing just because it's, like, we made the – you know, you have the talk when you're yes. senior high school, like, are we going to stay together? Yes. Like, you guys did. Yes. And you're, like, we want to stay together. Yeah. He went to a different school, ended up hating it. I went to Belmont. Long story short, not even because of me. It was, like, this whole God thing, how the Lord, like, opened the door for him to go to Belmont. Transfers, comes to school, and we're dating and running after the Lord and all these kind of ups and downs. And then um, my dark ages also happened in 2000. <laughs> Seven? No, two thousand eight. Oh, oh, duh. Yes, I right. Forget. Is yes. that the same with you? Yes, because we started dating in two thousand seven, and dated for three and a half years. Broke up in two thousand eleven. Okay, so we dated, um, since two thousand five. Okay, and then broke up in two thousand eleven. Which I just want to let everyone listening know. Kami and I were not friends at this point. Like in our, not that we did it. We knew who each other was because of Ovation. Like we met in probably somewhere. I think I met, 2005 or 2006. Probably 2005 yeah. Or six, yeah. So, yeah, I, I met Cami before I had started dating Tyler. And so, and then college is where mine and Cami's relationship kind of just like fizzled yeah, just like, a little bit because, and not because anything happened. I think we've shared this before, but we went to different colleges. Yeah, just distant. Our schools were like far away. And when you're young, yeah, it's just harder to keep in touch. And so, and really, Facebook was like just becoming a thing yeah. when we went oh, to totally. college, which is crazy. It makes us sound so we were very friends. old. Yeah, I know. So we were friends on Facebook, um, which is so funny because I feel like now people are like Facebook. No one's even on like, like What's those, even those Facebook? Are, that's for my mom. <laughs> are you a grandma? Um, and so it's funny because these things were like simultaneously happening um, in between like both of our relationships at the same exact time, which I also feel like is just the Lord just being so kind to even our friendship to be able to be like, oh my gosh, I was going through the same thing at that exact time. Like it's crazy yeah. just how our stories are so aligned, but we had nothing to do with Mm-mm. that. Like we were literally not talking during no. these points. And I remember when we got that epic coffee date when we reconnected. We were in shock. We were both just sharing like details and I was like, this is crazy. Like yeah. we've walked through such And I was like, what things. year was this? And you're like, probably like 2011. I was like, what? Yeah, like, what is happening? <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. So that was part one kind of of our story. I feel like that's like how we met, just the introductions and like how we fell in love. Um, and next week we're going to share kind of just the growing process of it and we were talking about this earlier I think like you know again everybody's love story is different and the way that God writes it is different for each person and so there's definitely pros to having married your high school sweetheart like we both can say like it's beautiful to have been able to know your husband for so many different seasons and like have pictures from when we were awkward homecoming phases or like prom like so many stories of times together um but the con to that I think is like you're growing up and so there's just a lot of growing that has to happen and so like you know I have friends who their love story is like they met and the Lord said that's your wife that's your husband they dated for like five seconds and then get engaging get married and it's like rainbows and butterflies and puppies but I feel like clearly that wasn't going to be our story because dating at 16 like not even legal to get married so so I think you know for some people, it's like you go through this process of growing together and some God's growing you up separately. And then when you meet each other, you're like ready and it's just like the right time. But I had a youth pastor say this and I feel like most Christians have heard this analogy, but it's like you are running after the Lord and you're looking at Jesus and like mm-hmm. he's the goal, he's the prize. And you look to your right or you, you look to your left and you see this like amazing man running next running to you next and you're like you, running yeah. after the same thing. And you're like, hey, like 
we're we in can this, do this like, together. We're doing this, you know? And my mom gave me the most incredible advice. I think it was right before we went to college and I was kind of wrestling like, you know, are we going to stay together in college? Because I think in Steven's mind, it was like a, a yeah, we are. Because yeah. he already knew at See, that and point. And Steven's just one of those people where, again, and I can say this because he's similar to me in these areas, but he's one of those people where like when he knows, he knows. Yeah, totally. And so like when he made this decision and like knew the Lord was saying like, this is my wife, like even if it was like, like in the back of his head, like even if he wasn't like consciously like thinking when he was 17 or whatever, like this is my wife. I think in his, like, heart, he knew it. Yeah, he, he always know? said that. He was, like, said it was just this deep, like, yeah. knowing, knowing for him. Yes. And for me, like, I'm a creative. So I'm, like, yes. all over the place. I'm, like, I don't have, I don't know, like, what tomorrow is even going to bring. Right. Like, how right. can I know that? And so I was really wrestling with that because I think in my head, I always viewed college as, like, this time this of, like, time to- self-discovery and, like, yeah. a- about me. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I was that girl that pictured myself getting married 30 or older, like, Right. I just, I never thought I'd be the person married yeah. to my school sweetheart, even though I was like in it, you yes. know? But my mom said, she was like, Cammie, every six months, I want you to look at Steven like as he is right now, mm-hmm. not like who you want him to be or who he used to be. Yeah. And I want you to look at him and I want you to say like, would I still choose to date this guy oh, that's with so where good. you're at today and where he's at today? And if the answer is yes, like then keep going, keep giving yeah, it your yes. And so, so good. I think like the, while Amanda and I can't relate to everyone's story who's listening, like you know, some of you might be single, like we said, or some of you might be wrestling and figuring out if this guy that you're with is the one or whatever. Um, I think the one thing that's been the theme that's woven through both of our stories in the good times, which we just kind of shared at the beginning, but then also in the hard times that we'll share next week, like is just friendship, the value mm-hmm. of having a friendship with your spouse mm-hmm. and your person. Because I think at the end of the day, like Tyler's your best friend and mm-hmm. Steven's my best friend. And part of the blessing of going through so many transitions, like high school to college, college to post-college, like all these things together is you're growing together. And when you're growing together, you allow each other to have grace. Like right. I wasn't expecting at 16 when I met Steven that he needed to be perfect because no. he was a 16-year-old boy and I was right. a 16-year-old girl, right? right. But I, we developed this deep friendship and we were both running after the Lord mm-hmm. and we were not perfect. Right. Um, and we're still not perfect, but we learn to like have grace and have fun together, mm-hmm. you know? And I look at you and Tyler and I feel like it's the same. Well, and I would say, so Tyler and I also did not have sex until we were married. And I feel like the, that was, that was honestly a personal decision that I had made when I was 12 years old. I will never forget it. I was 12 and it was, I feel like I've had all these daddy daughter dates, yeah. but it was, it was on a date with my dad. So was mine. It I was, love that. I love That's it. So and cool. it was when James Avery was like a very big thing. And it was a you did not get a James Avery ring. Yes. So did I. I. on my wedding finger. You did too. I lost was it mine. The not, was it the knot one? Mine so was sad. a little knot. Mine, mine was, was like a heart knot. That's what you said, the knot one. Are you one. kidding no, me? No, mine was a heart knot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> it was silver. It was a silver yes. heart knot. Yes. Wow. Okay. okay. So anyway. That's amazing. Because it was called the, I think it was called the period. It probably ring. was. Oh, that's I so really beautiful. do. I think it was. So, and I'll never forget, and it was not anything that was ever like pressured upon me no. by my parents because I feel like even as a parent now, like that's like the number one way to rebel is if my parents would have been like, you cannot have sex until you're married. Like, <laughs> you know, if they were like pushing on me, I'd be like, oh my God, oh my gosh, I have to. Like, right. freaking me Well, out. now I really want to. Well, now I really want to because you're making it like that much more appealing. Um, but it was, I was at this like middle school retreat with my church. It was seventh grade and we had been encouraged to have like some quiet time. And I don't even know why I'm sharing this. I think I just feel like the Lord, yeah. someone maybe like needs to hear this. But um, I was, we were having quiet time and I just like, 
literally clear as day, I heard the Lord like tell me that that's what he wanted for me. And it brought me to tears. Like I just remember it was the first time that I had uncontrollably sobbed of just like overwhelmingness from Jesus. Like it wasn't a sad, like a happy, like extremely happy. It was just like, this is how much the Lord loves me, that this is what he's calling for me. Like this is what he's telling me he has for like for me to do. And so it was one of those things I never, honestly never struggled with. And I, and I know that sounds crazy, but it was only because of how clear I heard the Lord tell, tell wow. it to me. Yeah. And so I just knew, and, I, and I'm more similar to Stephen where I'm from those people that like, when I know, I know. And so even if I had been tempted or like had moments, of course I like had the biggest crush and was physically attracted to my boyfriend. But it was one of those things where it's like, I, the Lord was so clear in what he told me that I, for some reason, he just like gave this huge amount of grace where my like attraction or my temptation never seemed bigger than what he told me. So for me, it was very much like the same thing I told Tyler when we first started dating at 17. Like this is a promise that I made to the Lord when I was 12. Like I still feel this way. Like this is why I wear this ring. Like if you're not into it, same thing. Like I'm not going to make you like – but it's just like what I have for my life. Yeah. And so he was like, great, I'm game. And that's kind of like. That's so. Well, and I think even as you're talking, I'm realizing like, again, this, we want to make sure that we're really sensitive to every listener because we realize totally. that that's not everybody's story. Everybody's story. No. And, and this is just ours. And yeah, that's and not it's, to say that like, if you have had sex before marriage or if you, like, we don't, there is literally zero judgment. Oh, zero here. judgment. Like, and again, like, I know that. This isn't just like it's not normal for you to marry your high school sweetheart. That's not the norm. Like, I know that to have waited to have sexual marriage, like, is a difficult thing. And it's not the norm. And there's, again, there's no shame in that. And I think, but I do really feel like Amanda and I, God's called us to do this podcast and he's called us to be transparent. And I don't think there's a coincidence with the similarities of our story. We just discovered we had the same ring. Right. And I think that we both feel this strong call to purity. And I think, like, one thing with both of our stories is having dated the same person for so long. Like I, I've been able to share with my little sisters and my the girls in my youth groups that mm-hmm. like, hey, like if you feel called to wait, and it is in the Bible. So like you know, hopefully as a right. born again Christian, like you do feel that call. Mm-hmm. But if you really like commit to that, it really is possible. And like totally, I I really do think what you're saying is so true, Amanda. Like God will give you the grace. Yeah, He covered. He, he covers it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like and He'll even give you the grace if you have like if you have had sex and mm-hmm. you're like, and then you feel this conviction of like, actually, you know what? Like, I don't want to do this. I want to save this for marriage. Totally. I completely believe that there's washing brand oh, new. Absolutely. The second you ask for that. Absolutely. And I think like, and we'll, we're going to do a podcast on a later date about sex, but I just think like I can look at Steven and I always would like be that cheesy girl that would like bring him on stage when I'm talking about purity to girls. But I'm like, he's hot too. It's not like he's this <laughs> ugly weirdo. Like we dated for right. eight years before right. we got married. Yeah. Eight years. Into, and, into and the we world, that would seem like, well, you guys just like must not even like each other. Oh, you guys gosh. must not even be attracted to each other. But it's like, no, Jesus will give you this like insurmountable strength of like, and not to say that I struggled, Tell and I both struggled with a ton of things. Oh, totally. But for some reason, this area was not a struggle for me personally. I think it was more so for him, which that will be like in part two of our story. But um, it just wasn't because yeah. I I known the Lord had given me that answer. Well, and for and- me, like, I'll be honest, like, it was a struggle. Like, I, I it wasn't easy for me. Like, mm-hmm. it was, I think it was something where I was really thankful that Steve and I had such an open communication relationship mm-hmm. because what I started to realize was like when I was weak, Stephen would be strong. Mm-hmm. And it was really the Holy Spirit. Like mm-hmm. I think of that scripture that like in our weakness, he is strong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I'm weak, I truly believe that the Holy Spirit like 
filled up Steven and gave him the strength to say no and to remind me of the boundaries we had set and then vice versa. And it was Mm -hmm. never at the same time, which was so the grace of God over our relationship. But I say that to, you know, to say, to encourage a listener, like if you're in a relationship and it's new and you haven't had the boundary conversation, I really encourage you right now to do that. I encourage you to know that like as a friend, like you're developing a friendship with this person and part of being a friend is being honest with your Mm -hmm. truth. And so go to the Lord and seek out and ask him, God, what are the boundaries that you've set for me? Listen to his voice, write that down, and then set up a time to have a conversation with the Mm -hmm. person you're dating and say like, hey, I need you to know this is where I'm at. Because I think where people go like left or right is when there's never been a communication of it. And then it's just like there's expectations on either side. And at the end of the day, it is not, and I might, this might be controversial to say this, but I don't think it's your partner's responsibility to guard your purity it's yours no absolutely like it is not it was not steven's job to like keep me pure mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people put this pressure on like the guy or mm-hmm. like the girl but like mm-hmm. no it was my job to guard my own heart right. it was my job to steward my own purity right. and it was my job to like be accountable to my relationship with the lord like mm-hmm. because we weren't married yet we weren't one and like at the end of the day my no is my no mm-hmm. and my yes is my yes like i mean obviously there are men that cross those boundaries and like right. I, there's nothing that makes me sadder than to mm-hmm. hear about women who've been abused or who've been violated by men that have stolen their yes. Like, yeah. I, I could cry talking about that. I know. And that's not what we're talking about right now. But I'm saying if you're in a committed relationship with a true friend who's treating you with respect, which I hope and pray that every one of our listeners, if you're in a relationship, that that's what it looks like, um, then you have to be open and they can't mm-hmm. read your mind. And so you have to be clear with where you are. And so we'll share late on later podcasts more about purity and sex and um, part two of our relationships, but we just wanted to share kind of the basis of how we met our husbands. And uh, there's so many funny stories I'm thinking of, so I can't wait to have them on the podcast because I'm like, there's wait. so many details in between of just like moments. Of yes, I cannot being wait. Goofballs I cannot it. wait. And so be ready next week for part two. The dark we'll kind ages. Of dive into the dark ages, as one would say. But every so good love story has like the every great good little love story beginning. has a dark and and, and I, I'm really honestly I think I'm more excited to share next week's I episode. Just because I I know for both of us it's really where the Lord comes in the most and we're like like Cami said, when you're friends and you're dating and you're really young, for us we were seventeen years old, my husband and I were at the time and like I just through that time from 17 to 21, we grew so much individually. Oh, you're a different person. You're a different person and as a couple. And so navigating that, just there was ups and downs and there was good and bad to all of it. But I will say the only reason that we are married today with a happy, healthy, not perfect, but genuinely happy relationship is because of Jesus. Amen. And I just cannot wait for him to shine through and get the glory next week because all we did was really just date and have fun those first couple of years. And in the dark ages is when we really saw the light. That's, I was just gonna say, it's like, we're calling it the dark ages in a joking way, but honestly, that's when like his light really was the most totally. beautiful. And yes. it's when we were growing, we were refining ourselves in our relationship totally. and it made us who we are today. As and it prepared couple. us for marriage. So the story you just heard did not pre- prepare us for marriage. That was like the butterfly puppy <laughs> rainbow phase. Yeah, that was like the, I was, I was smitten kitten. Um, next week's episode prepared us for marriage and we're so excited for you guys to hear yes. that part. So wherever you are this Valentine's Day, whether you're single, dating, or married, just know that the Lord's love is more powerful than any relationship that we could be in. And so this Valentine's Day, like you are not 
if you're single, you're not just this person waiting on this perfect love story because you have a perfect love story. And I know that's so cheesy, but no, but it's so true. at the end of the day, even on my best days in marriage where I'm like, oh, I have the best husband in the world, like that doesn't compare to God's love. Mm-hmm. And Stephen can't meet the needs that I have the way that the Lord can. So right. we just want to encourage you guys to know that this is, we've never really shared, I think, no. this detailed of stories, probably even with some of our good friends. Probably and so not, yeah. We're entrusting y'all with our hearts in this, and it's really been fun to kind of sit down and just share the beginning of our story, and we're so excited for next week to get to go into more detail. So guys, Yay. we hope you have the best Valentine's Day. The know that you are perfectly loved right now, just as you are, and yes. I want you to just, your challenge this week is to believe that, mm-hmm. and to just receive that love from God, and I just pray right now, Lord, that you would just show up to every listener who's listening right now, God, that you would go before them this week and just cover their past with your love. Mm -hmm. God, that you would flood their hearts right now with the power of your Holy Spirit to grasp how wide, how long, how deep, and how high your love is for them. God, and I just pray that they would feel pursued and seen and known this week by you, Lord. So we love you. We pray this in your name. Guys, we are basically basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic. Two girls, they were waiting in the Starbucks line. Basically, basic. I'm thinking many petty on your husband's down. Basically, basic. I'm talking real love. Jesus Christ, yeah, he wants you basic. Basically.